Thank you, Lord. Uh, today, um, it's, it's right that we talk about freedom. It's right that we talk about, about the fact that we as a people are free. But I don't want to get caught in some, you know, I, I love my country and I love America, but this isn't about the opportunity to talk about our country right now. I want to talk about Jesus Christ. I want to point you to Jesus Christ in all that we do. And what's amazing is we are called to a common unity because we are his body. Each one of us unique. Each one of us need it. Each one of us has strengths, traits, weaknesses that no one else has. And we come together as the body, all of us important, all of us needed, and we come together strong and we come together in a common union. Common union is where we get communion from. When we come together in communion, we come together as many parts but one body. And we celebrate each other, but we celebrate each other in Christ Jesus. I'm just letting you guys know right now, we we shouldn't all be a bunch of clones. We shouldn't all, there's no cookie cutter Christianity that, that we see in Scripture. There should be diversity. You are needed. You are needed, and you're needed in the context of a, of a local body and a local church because Christ is still building his church. And here's the great thing. As much as I would love to, because I, I, I love a certain amount of control. I mean, you know, if, if I'm honest, I love more than the average share of control. I like to be in control. I would love it if I had a greater ability to build his church. But then, what happens when it grows? I might think, oh, great job, harp. What about when it doesn't grow? I might beat myself up and say, man, what, am, what is it? I, I'm no good. He builds his church. And we join hearts and join lives. And we come together in this local context of the church. And we say, I will link arms with others for the cause of Christ, for the sake of Jesus. So, as I encourage us one more time, every one of us are needed. Every one of you are needed. Um, if, you're, if you're watching this message right now on Sunday morning at 1048 from home, simply because it's more convenient for you to do so, stop. Stop. Stop being, I mean, maybe not stop literally. I think a lot of people just checked out. We'll check the stats later. They turned off the YouTube and, and uh, Facebook. Stop choosing comfort for your means of worship. And come back into this place and, and let's be used in the coolest ways together. If you want to turn in your Bibles or your Bible apps, um, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 10. We're also going to jump to 1 Corinthians 11. Um, I'm reading out of the English Standard Version, the ESV. Um, and I just want, to unpack, um, just want to unpack some scripture for us. 1 Corinthians 15, uh, chapter 10, verse 15 says this. 
I speak as to sensible people. Other translations say mature and thoughtful people. I'm speaking to mature people. I'm speaking to thoughtful people. I'm, I'm speaking to people that should really be given thought to what I'm saying. This is what Paul says. Judge for yourselves what I say. Consider what I'm saying. Be thoughtful. Don't just be flipping about this. The cup of blessing that we bless is not a participation. Uh, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread. We who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. So interesting story. On the front, behind the coffee bar, right over here, um, we have a sign mounted to the back of the coffee bar. And it stays, and there's LED lighting behind it, and it stays on 24-7. We never turn it off. Anyone know what that sign says? Say it loud. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Did you know that that wasn't our original intent? Our original intent was to put our logo. I'm a graphic designer. I like branding. I really do. Sometimes on days off, I'll, I'll do a branding project because it's fun to me. And we were going to put our logo there. That's that drop of blood that forms a crown. That's, that's what our, our logo is. And that was the plan. Until Jesus spoke and he said, do you want your name to be made famous or do you want my name to be made famous? It was an easy answer. Jesus, we want your name to be made famous. You see, a symbol doesn't save an icon, a logo, a symbol doesn't have life. A, a symbol can be celebrated, but it doesn't bring life. Jesus brings life. God brings life. Our awesome God is the one from, in which we find life. Why do I point that out? Today we're talking about communion, and then a little bit later we're going to take communion together. And if we are only looking at that wafer and that blood as symbols, I just need you to know there's no life in that. Maybe we can celebrate it because it represents something cool to us, and so maybe there's a certain degree of celebration. But there's no life in, in a symbol. There's life in the person of Jesus Christ. I want to read that again, 1 Corinthians uh, 10. Uh, we're going to read 15 through 17 one more time, and then I just want to unpack that. I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread. We who are many are one body, for we all partake in the one bread. What Paul is saying is this. He's like, I know you're a thoughtful people, so be thoughtful about this. I know you're a mature people, so be mature about this. Carefully consider what I'm about to say here. When we, when we pray for the blessing of the communion cup, isn't this our recognition of our participation with the blood of Jesus. Isn't this our invitation 
to the presence of God in our lives to invite Him into everything that the body and the bread don't just represent, uh, uh, the, the body, the bread, and the wine, the blood don't just represent, but what they are. It's an invitation in the Aramaic. It's actually, it uses that word of, of invitation of presence. That's what the participation is. It's a, Jesus, bring your life in this moment. When we take communion or common union, we participate in the reality of, of the blood of Jesus, in the reality of the body of Jesus. At the end of verse 17, it says, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Our many-ness, there's many, our many-ness becomes oneness. Our Diversity at this moment, we become leaked and, and, and there's unity. When we receive the sacrament of communion, we are remembering and receiving once again the very life of Jesus Christ. So, so think for a second. Let's just kind of pause. What does the bread represent to you? What does it mean to you? What does the body mean to you? healing because his body was freely given and beaten so that we could be whole the bread the body that we're called to a oneness that we're called to unity that we are the body of Christ that we get to share in this mission we get to co-mission together with Christ and do this work The bread. I mean, to me, we get to, we get to feast together. We get to eat together. We get to do life together. We get to be in friendship together and celebrate together. We get to laugh together. We're just not to just take that bread flippantly. We're just not to take it thoughtlessly. The blood. There's never to be anything thoughtless about the blood of Jesus when, when, we, when we celebrate our life because of him. What is, what is the blood? What is that cup, that wine, that juice? What, is, what does that mean to you? That you're victorious, that I'm victorious. The shame doesn't get to hound me. Shame does not get to torment me and tell me that I'm not good enough. That sin doesn't get to anchor itself to me, that I'm in bondage to it, that no matter how hard I try, I just keep on going back to this same old thing. But no, because of the blood, I have freedom to do what God has called me to do. He breaks chains. Blood. I'm forgiven. He doesn't remember your sin. If we, really, if we just imagine that dialogue with the Lord... And him going, uh, hey, you referenced something. I don't know what you're talking about. 
that 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 gossip. What? I, I, sorry, no point of reference. Not symbols, but life. If we go forward one more chapter, First Corinthians eleven. Verse 23 through 26. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you. And I love this. I, just to even stop there, Paul's saying, look, I didn't get this from religious tr- tradition. I got this straight from Jesus. What I'm sharing with you, I got straight from Jesus. That the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For for as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. I love that last part as well. As often as you do this, you tell the story of my goodness. As often as you do this, you are... You are making an awesome spectacle of the work that I did so that others can know, so that they can be a part too. You proclaim this. In just a moment here, I'm going to ask you guys to head back to this table and to grab a little, you know, all-in-one communion cup. It's got the wafer in there. You've got to peel off the first layer of film, and then there's, it looks like, like um. It might be cardboard. It's not. That's the wafer. And then underneath that's another layer of film and then there's the juice. So if you're wearing whites, like, you know, open it, like, just be careful. But until we go back and do that, I just want to give us a moment to think about this. And not just merely receive these as symbols of God's goodness, but the fact that God is good and in him, and in this moment, we can say, Lord, let me be aware of your presence with me in this moment as I celebrate you and healing and wholeness and unity and, that, and destiny and purpose and forgiveness and grace and all those things that, that I just kind of rattled off a few things about, about the bread and about the the wine about the body and the blood. And then, instead of just taking those quickly, let's like dialogue with the Lord. Now, as far as we can see in Scripture, we don't believe that you have to be a member of any church to take communion. You just have to be a member of the body of Christ. Right? You just have to be a part of the body. You just have to have Jesus as your Lord. So, um, for those that, that uh, maybe aren't, aren't you know, members here at Impact Rock yet, um, we invite you, join us in this. Join us in this celebration of freedom in Christ Jesus, of, of true life. So if we can, let's, let's, all, uh, let's all bum rush the table as fast and as frantically as we can. No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's just, but let's all make our way over there, um, and let's grab the cup, and then let's, 
let's either come back to our areas or this would actually be even better. Let's gather in, in groups. Because as we take communion, it should be common union. It should be us coming together. Um, and I, I do recognize that there's something really cool and intimate about about worshiping at the Lord's table alone. I mean, I love, I do that most weeks. I slip out during worship and I, I take communion almost every week and I do it alone and it's beautiful and it's intimate. But there's also something really cool about doing it um, together. Um, so let's, let's slip out of our seats. Let's grab that and let's come back and then let's start kind of gathering in groups. Um, you know, it could be two, three, four, five, six, you know, whatever. And also, um, if I can, if I can get somebody to grab four of the cups, um, thank you. Debbie is on it. So, if there's anybody right now who says, I, I can't take communion because I don't know that I've done what you mentioned. I've never... I've never made Jesus Lord. I've never invited him into my life. I've never asked him to forgive me of my sins and repent of my sins. And so, according to what you just said, Mark, I I can't do that. I just want you to know, right now, right here in this moment, you can be saved. In Romans 10, we're told that everyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. And that's saying, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I can't save myself. Jesus, only you can save me. Jesus, I, I give you my sins and I repent of my sins and I receive your forgiveness. Make me whole. Just that, that, that dialogue with the Lord, that in that you are saved. There's no hoops to jump through. There's no you know, pond you've got to bathe in. In that you are saved. You are justified by the blood of the Lamb, just as you are. So if we can just, just quickly bow our heads. If there's anyone here that's never done that, and if you, if you want to do that right now, not out of obligation or pressure, because that's, that's not what we're after, but um, because you want to give your life to Him, because you know you can't save yourself. Just take a second and do that right now if you've never done that. <laughs> before if you did that and now you want to take communion go grab a cup but otherwise it looks like we're in groups there's no right words there's no wrong words there's no right prayer there's no wrong prayer just let's take a moment to have a genuine remembrance a genuine celebration and an authentic invitation to once again be in the presence of God as he does something big in this moment because that's what our God is. He's a life-giving God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. Even as some are, are finishing up, that, that's okay. But everyone else just, you know what's amazing about this, what we just did? No two expressions to the Lord were the same.
No two prayers were the same. No two words were the same. We, we shared different things. We expressed different things. We celebrated and asked for and received different things. But yet, we're one. What a beautiful picture of the body. I don't often think a whole lot about my pinky, but I'm sure thankful I have it. I don't often think about the innards in my body, but I'm thankful for those innards. It's a southern thing. Google it later. I'd like to invite the worship team to come back up. I'd like us to end the service in worship. But I want us to stay in this place of invitation to the Lord, stay in this place of uh, celebration of Jesus and our inclusion in his grace and his love and his power and his mercy and in his freedom. So sit if you want, stand if you want, kneel if you want, just... But just stay in this place of worshiping the Lord.